This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Any minute now we should be live guys. Live guys. Good burger place. There we are. Good evening and welcome to episode 72 of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. And good evening, especially to Mr. Lee Boyer. Uh, your home here, Andy Takes That Chance, for varying yet balanced fan opinion on a variety of Huddersfield Town issues. Uh, coming up tonight, joining with the debate via our live YouTube chat as we discuss Town's leathering at Millwall, the sacking of the Cowleys, the rights and wrongs of that decision. A popular figure from the Wagner era in Mark Hudson is also bade farewell, as has Dr. John Iger. Should the clear-out finish here, but through the door, it seems to be a case of Viva España, and our man Richard Cosmar is twirling his sombrero in the air and prepping the sangria as Carlos Corberan looks set to exchange a wrist for a terrier on his chest. We examine how this must, how this may go, plus more. And before we get into this episode, uh, just a note to say that we are sponsored by Magic Rock Brewing. Uh, if you fancy uh, checking out either taproom, I believe the Home Firth one is open. And if you fancy getting some beers online, there is free delivery for anything over £40. So let's get into it. Today, I'm your podcast host, uh, co-host, if you like, with Cozzy, Matt Shaw. Uh, with us in Cowley Corner is Brady Frost. And in the opposite corner, we have Neil Wayne and Richard El Cosoloco Cosmala. <laughs> uh, whilst on the fence, we have Dan Pozzaporit and Simon Copland. So good evening, everybody. And... Uh, Let's let's get into uh, the Millwall game. Oh, hang on a sec. Uh, 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 the Millwall game. Hang on a sec, <laughs> Matt. Richard, I think Richard Steamer's trying to get in this Zoom. Oh no, he's he slipped, mate. She's not coming in. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Yeah, we've. I've just kicked him out. Yeah, stinker. Oh, <laughs> Where yeah, do we start with so, that? Uh, yeah. So who wants to? Uh, yeah. So I tell I'll, you what. I'll start. Let us. Let I'll us start. Um, God, here we go. Okay, here we that, go. That just about summed up this season, didn't it? What an absolute load of shite that was. <laughs> that was absolutely awful. <laughs> you, can't, you can't mask over that. Just bloody, it was bloody awful from start to finish. And I've got to be completely honest, the stream that me and Cozzy had, trying to get it to um, <coughs> dodgy stream, um, didn't particularly work very well. So we had it through my phone. But because it, because it was coming through phone, I'll be honest, we pretty much sat and watched 
Brentford against Barnsley, start to finish, and it were a lot more entertaining the, than the garbage that we were serving up on the little screen below. But yeah, just about summed up our season, didn't it? Quicker it finished, the better. It has been dreadful, hasn't it? Sai, what do you reckon, mate? You want to hear against... I blame you personally. West Brom, (laughs) no sure, Sai. Three points today, debacle. Yeah, apologies. Kind of seems to be a bit of a bad omen in in that sense, but um, I'm not taking responsibility for that shower of shite we've just watched. (laughs) What what an embarrassment. I mean, kind of... um, it was just just poor for our, wasn't it? Really, and I appreciate kind of the kind of the end results, perhaps masked a little bit by the fact he wanted to give a few of the kids a go in Scott High and a barrier, and, and kind of Jaden Brown also came back as well at the end. But um, as Neil as Neil says, really, it's, a, it's probably a fair reflection of the season, but not one that we expected, nor should we arguably have had kind of from from the season's outset. And um, you just like to think that kind of lots of lessons have been learned and. As a result of such, we'll be much better prepared and, and much better organised um, come the start of next season. Um, kind of part of me thinks we will, and in truth, part of me thinks we won't. There's, there's a hell of a lot of work to be done between between now and the start of the season, whenever that may be. And um, that was only demonstrated by by tonight, really, in terms of the number of kind of additions and, and kind of we need to get into the squad and the number of people who need to go out at the same time. So um, busy summer awaits, I think. Pause. Pause. Why don't we go to you? You've, uh, I believe, you've watched that game tonight. Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah, um, <laughs> <Idiot>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just wanted to watch it, so I can't say no to him. Um, yeah. To be fair, in all honesty, does it really matter? You know, we've had a we've had a pretty poor season, all told. Everything, the way we've played, the break for COVID, everything has just been a shambles this season, really, hasn't it? So, you know, tonight, do, do we need to analyse out from that game? For me, no. We, we take a defeat, we move on. He's thrown a couple of young lads in there. You know, probably a wrong time to, to chuck them in. A bit of a note game, really, wasn't it? I suppose it gives them a little bit of experience, but with, with it being the last game of the season, for me, don't bother keep them until next year. Uh, I noticed uh, a couple of players missing, um, the ones that sort of I've seen on social media thanking Cowleys uh, for their efforts. I don't know if there's a lot to read into that or if it's just a case of, you know, they're knackered and they just needed a rest and other players put in. But like I said, don't really don't really need much airtime other than what we've already given it tonight, really. Draw a line under this season and uh, move on, really. Does anyone actually want to talk about this game? Because it's, no. <laughs> it's an absolute honker. Absolutely uh, not. But no. the, the first half, there were bits of it were all right, but the second half was... Do uh, you know I should have watched something else well, as well? The end. I, I want to talk about Rick and I've never known a player look like... Oh, but here's your one minute and then go on, think of some bad second. Gordon Very nice. Tucker. What Do you think that this guy just needs a decent guy alongside him to look good? Because on Friday we're brilliant and today it was a disaster. I don't get him. He's such a weird player to work out, Richard Stearman. I want to I wanna say he's the, one of our guys for the future. Where, where do you guys stand on on him? Kind of I must admit with Stearman, he's, I mean, he's played next to Shalabar today, hasn't he? Which is... Uh, it would be the very last minute. Chalabar's not a centre half by trade, you know. So, you know, he's probably got one one side of his brain wondering what's what Chalabar's doing. Um, to be fair to Chalabar, I thought he actually did all right. He picked the ball up a couple of times and 
you know, he strode out of defence like a, you know, a Franz Beckenbauer. A lot, to be fair, Paz. He's played a lot uh, centre-back. Big, big as, Trev, as Trev. Has, has probably been one of, and people probably give me stick for this, but for me, the probably the last third of the season, arguably been our best player, Chalabar, for since me. He, since he moved into defence, and certainly at right-back, he's yeah. he were head and shoulders above anybody else. I, I won't disagree with that near a lot, though. Why did it take Cowley about 40 odd games to work it out? 30 games to work it out? Does he not go on training ground or what? I don't know. I don't think it, that's his natural position. He's not really played that. He just played well since, but I don't know. Like, I think that's, it was a needs must, wasn't it? Really? Because he's tricky. Um, that- what I will say about that game, though, the Millwall game, is um, Joel Coleman. Just uh, Stephen was bad, but so was Coleman. I mean, Let, let's be fair. I, I think Coleman. I think he's got a game tonight because it's it's his last one in it. Yeah, isn't it? That's thank God. <laughs> oh, got... every, he gets every last game of the season. Does Coleman? Don't he? He gets thrown yeah. that one every year, don't he? Do you remember so... that Cardiff one when he came on for what it was? Throne being the operative word. Yeah, in the promotion yeah, year. Oh, there we go. He had that one as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's God's uh, Brady. He won't be renewing his deal then, mate. No, I mean, you know, I feel like I can be a bit harsh on him because uh, he wasn't the only You're one who not. shocking tonight. Um, but yeah, you know, you don't want him as the new number one next season. I, I, hope, I hope he, you know, moves to a, a like a League One club because I think that's probably his level and I hope he gets some games and does well because he seems like a nice bloke. But um, yeah, it wouldn't be my town number one. But uh, I mean, we've not got great choice, have we? Because uh, Ben Hayman's coming back as well. So uh I'll say it again, but I said it the other night. There's no team in England lost more league games until town the last two seasons. I think that was 49th defeat or 48th. It's it's absolutely pathetic, isn't it? I mean, we're, we, we've tried to be optimistic. I mean, we started the pod at the start of this fantastic run we've had, haven't we? So maybe we should end it now and hopefully we can get promoted the next season. <laughs> anyway, come on. <laughs> Come on, that, I think that's enough said about that game because no, nobody's interested in that. Everyone's interested in who's been sacked and who's coming next. Any comments on the game it. though, Matt, that you can fish out? Anything about Millwall? Yeah, thank fuck the season's over. I think he's worried pretty much what everybody's saying in there. So Correct. Dale Marsden uh, he's pretty much echoed that. Terry is 7-2. Uh, yeah, there's... Um, Again, Pete Collins says we'll win the league next season, no worries. And after he said we'll beat West Brom, I'm 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 edging towards listening to Pete a little bit. He's the man who knows. So there we go. So uh, yeah, there's not there's not a lot of comment on that game to be fair, and I don't blame anybody for for not wanting no, to. It's you can't finish a third. Good for some youngins to get a game, but you know, let's move on quickly from that one. So thanks for watching, around. guys. Uh, we'll be back start next season. It's Mario. Uh, <laughs> uh, where do we start? Sai. Were you surprised on Sunday lunchtime when your Yorkshire puddings were served with a P45 for Mr. D. Cowley and Mr. Eng? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, there was kind of a, an element of surprise around it. I think the time of the decision was quite strange. Um, if they were to leave, you'd have assumed they'd leave at the end of the season. But in one respect, to come back to the conversation we had in this pod a couple of weeks since pause around kind of there seeming to be... Um, just a, an airing of kind of discontent and, and kind of friction between the Cowlers and, and kind of um, the upper echelons of the club, really, and, and kind of how Danny Cowley in particular spoke about his discontent around the Danny Simpson decision for one, um, John Stankovic not being offered a contract uh, for two. And you just kind of sense there was like a little bit of friction there kind of brewing between the scenes. And I guess when you kind of think about that in particular, um, and then the decision that kind of they've come to, 
um, you kind of think perhaps it, it wasn't as surprised as what what some might believe. Um, look, for me, it's a really ballsy decision from Phil. He's kind of he's kind of put his balls on the line, and he was obviously accused by some of um, giving Jan a chance when he shouldn't have do. Um, and maybe he's learning from that and thinking, I'm going to make a change and I'm going to make a change early. And um, time will tell if it's the right thing. But I think if he wanted to make the change, I'm glad he's done it now rather than waiting until three or four games into the season or waiting until halfway through the kind of the, the pre-season. If he wanted to do it, he's done the right thing, do it now and, and we'll see what comes. But boys, boys, this lad got a job to do. Crikey, he's, uh, he's got his work cut out. Neil, what Hang was on, that, Stankovic? What Hang was on, saying? lads. Let's, let, let's just... Before we do that, shall we have just have a quick show of hands who, who thinks Cowley should have gone? And then we'll we'll tailor it as so. So Neil and Cosy think he should have gone. Who thinks he should have stayed? Brady. Oh, you do like it. And, and, uh, and, and Sai, yeah. and then me and Poz in the middle <laughs> on you. Yeah, we're kind of uh, up in an up in an hour in. Cool. So yeah, go. Poz and Matt with splinters. Neil, what were you saying about Stankovic there? Stankovic was offered a contract, chose to leave. Um, because he would think he'd get the games. Wow. Well, there you go then. I take it back. Podcast, podcast exclusive there. Yeah. Pause yeah, what? Co- get off the fence, Pause. What do you really feel about it? Because what can you say? I've... Well, honestly, then, all right. Well, you know, I've had a couple of rants on here about how we've played, and you know, it's not been the most inspiring football that we've that we've seen under Danny Cowley. But he's he's come in, he's done what he set out to achieve when he came in, which was to keep us in this division. Like I say, albeit not with much inspiring football, but he, he did what you know he did what he needed to do. Certainly, since we've come back after the break, um, yeah, he could have been a little bit bolder in some of the games, but he's 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 got us over the line, which you'd have said as you said, Cosley, I think last week. If you look at where we were when he came in, um, you know you could argue that he's achieved his goal. Uh, well, he has achieved his goal if his goal was to stay up. Never really put a style of play. Uh, we didn't really seem to have a, an ethos or a way of setting up, uh, which obviously I know Matt's discussed on here um, many a time. Were that down to circumstances? Were that down to the players available? Could he not put his style of play on? I don't know. You'd have to ask him that. Um, it seems... To me, that it's been a more of a off the field decision as this, rather than solely judging it on what's going on. Uh, obviously, the various rumours, which you know we've, we've hinted about before, in regards to maybe a fallout. And if you if your manager and chairman fall out or have a change of vision, even it doesn't always have to be a fallout. Maybe Phil's seen it and thought, look, I don't really want to go down this route. Um, you, you, your manager's going to come off worse, obviously, because you know chairman calls the shots. Um, there's there's lots of debate whether it's right whether it's wrong um, you know we could probably sit here for two or three hours uh, debating that but for me now it needs a line drawing under it the club either need to come out and give specific reasons or come out and say that they're not going to give specific reasons you know right at the start I were you know quite passionate about Phil coming out and saying look this is the reason why he's gone but Thinking about it now, does that just drag this saga on? Cowley, obviously, then we'll have a right of reply. And does it just go backwards and forwards? Do we need that? Probably not. Um, I just don't now that the the new ethos, um, which seems to be very similar to what we did under Wagner. So, you know, if we look back at that and thought that's a successful, we'll bring a bit of an unknown. He's good at working with youth players, by all accounts, is uh, this fellow from, from down low 
So if we're looking to bring youth players through, you could argue is a perfect fit. But one thing that I would be really adamant and you know quite passionate about now is that we actually stick with this plan for a period of time. Five years, it needs to stay. Fans, we need to be patient. I know we've been served up a lot of rubbish over the last two years, but for me, we've got to be patient. It's not going to be an overnight thing. We're not going to start next season and be winning every single match. It's just not going to happen. What? Phil needs to be... Phil needs to... Phil needs to... Popper's right, isn't he? You can't anywhere He's got to wait and give him... You know, for, for me, five years, it's going to take a monumental effort to cl- get rid of everybody and everything that's gone before him. And he's not going to do, do it overnight. You know, all right, we need to see some green shoots in the first few months of the season to, to keep us on board. But I think... Everybody involved now needs to be patient. We we we've seen to change direction, uh, you know, quicker than wind at the moment. One one minute we're going for this pathway, then we're doing this, then we're doing that, then we're doing other. All that needs to stop for me. We need to focus on one goal. We're going to play like this. We're going to try this style of recruitment, and we're sticking with it. And we're going to give it two or three seasons, and then we'll assess whether it's worked or not. I think we need three points from. Sorry, I was just saying. One thing you mentioned in there is around clearing out the dead wood and that's very different to what Wagner inherited um, I I really am concerned we're going to have to go through a cycle again where someone tries and convinces me and probably a lot of fans that Diakabi is a footballer that Mbenza is a footballer that Sobi Hadajanai are footballers because we've got so much dead wood to clear out and I, I just hope that kind of um, we get rid of them in, in kind of the summer they're not given another chance and we, we really do start afresh because for me, kind of, we've tried that two or three managers now, and, and kind of have not been able to to hold to down. To be fair, that all that all depends on if anybody actually wants to take them off us. Well, I mean, I'd just not play them. I'd just I'd, I'd offer them to pay up the contract, get them off at books, and get get them away from the club because there are just an hindrance out of the people like that at the moment. But talking I, I about think... it's it needs to go throughout the club. I'm not just talking about playing staff. There's probably people there that have they been performing in the roles over the last, you know, two seasons. You could argue no, because look at his results and stuff like that. So, you know, there's coaching staff there. I know we've got rid of Hudson and um, John Iger and stuff like that. This new guy's got to be able to bring in people that he feels can do a good job. Um, yeah. And it needs a full reset. We fully start again. And, you know, we almost say, right, from now on, this is how we're going to be. And let's see what happens. You know, I think for longer really term... You, you can't actually start judging the new fella for probably 12 months. Yeah, I got to be given, Got to be given that long to come and implement. But speaking from experience of what we've seen in the past, when Wagner came, there was an instant change on the pitching direction, not necessarily in results straight off, but there was an instant identity there of something that you yeah. could recognise as being different and a definite plan. And I think the kind of football that's been played not too far down the A62 this season. Um, if we can get even a bit of that in play for next season, let's be honest, I think we'd all take that, wouldn't we? Yeah, I think fans are just happy to see a bit of progress and see an idea. And yeah, like yeah. you say, when Wagner yeah. came in, we, we didn't always win, but you could at least see what he was trying to do. He had a style yeah. of play. Yeah, you could. Uh, if, if we lose... We lose, you know, that's how it is. But as long as we can see something, whereas for the last two years we haven't been able to see out, and it's just been like banging your head against a brick wall, really. And I don't think anybody will put up with that for much longer. Eddie, what were you saying there, mate? Sorry, mate. Yeah, sorry. I just uh, try not to interrupt people. Um, yeah, like, well, Neil, you say give this lad 12 months. We aren't giving the cowlies 12 months. I, I didn't say like, give him 12. I, I didn't say give him 12 months. I said, I don't think we'll see any. 
for this plan to work and the new plan to work, I don't think you can judge within the first 12 months. No, I, I didn't I say agree. give him 12 months. I agree. And the thing but is, I would give him, I, I would give him a lot more than 12 months, by the way. Uh, I agree. And the thing is, like, I wish, I wish Cover and the best. And I hope, I hope we play, um, I hope we play good football. I think, you know, regardless of what you think about the football, I do think the Cowleys have had to play with pragmatism. I've not been happy with some of the play this season, Luton, Wigan, since the restart, for example. But they have, you know, they've put in some crap performances, but they've also put in some good performances. You think of the Charlton game when we won 4 0. And I, I do, I do think it's kind of like, you know, we've lost seventy games in the last one hundred. You know, the Cowleys aren't responsible for all that. This club was absolutely sliding before they came in. We were going to do a Sunderland. We were going to go to League One, and you know, I've, I've, I, don't, I couldn't tell you what the Cowley style's been this season because I think it's just trying to stay up at all costs. But I think it's clear that it's the stuff behind the scenes because you look at that from the outside. He's done what he's asked. He's kept us up. I know people have, you know, said there's disputes behind the scenes or whatever. But, you know, you think of the players they got in because of the Cowley's name, like Emil Smith-Rowe, who scored the winner for us, you know, on, on Friday night. Um, I, I, I think they've always had to play with the attitude of trying to keep us up. And I, I think it's really hard to judge, judge them, really. They've done what we've asked of them. I would have given them the the start of the season for sure. And I was, I was quite positive and hoping we could build something, but my concern with Corbyn is, and obviously it'll need time, but once if we're 10 games in and we haven't won a game, what do you do? Do I feel like we're back at square one? I want, you know, I hope this lad does well and I hope, you know, I would take it in a heartbeat if we play even a quarter of what um, Leeds have been playing this season. But I think it's just, it's harsh, you know, there's, there's more going on than we obviously know. And we, we won't know, but you know, as I said, it's a big call by Phil. Um, I mean, how's Neil gone? No, it's a big call by <laughs> Phil, and uh, I hope you know. I want him. To, I hope it's right for him. I mean, but it's you know, it's, Matt. It's I've got I've got a question for you, Matt. I keep hearing about this reset. We've had a reset before. We never had a reset before. We bumbled into the next season. I, I agreed with giving Jan the, the kind of range, but you can't reset after nine games. We had to stay up at all costs. I, I keep hearing people say, oh, we've had a reset before. We never did. Do you agree? Not really. We changed tact slightly, I think. We, I think since 2013-14, since Ross Wilson came and we've had this pretty much system in place you know whereby we have a recruitment team that goes out and gets the players and the manager manager has final say on it it's nothing new and as far as I'm aware the Cowleys had to you know they were given certain assurances about recruitment and and things like that uh, so they had an extended say but as far as I'm aware they did not have total control like perhaps they thought they did uh, and uh, maybe that's where some of the issues are, are happening um my main issue with it all really is we've, we've had this recruitment team in place now for three years, most of them. And we've not really, apart from Carl and Grant, we've not really seen a lot of, um, a lot of gems really. So my main issue is who's driving the vision as well behind the scenes. You've got a, a young head of football operations in, in Lee. Lee's a bright guy. I went to school with Lee, you know, Lee Cosley. We know Lee's, Lee's a good guy, bright guy, smart, well thought of in football circles. Uh, Corboran's is the new uh, head coach that were well, it's out of the bag, isn't it? Pretty much. 
who's who's the one who's driving who's the driving force behind it who's driving the ethos the vision because usually that comes from a you know an experienced director of football type uh you know and Stuart Webber drove it for us Ross Wilson drove it and it just feels like since those two have left there's that side of the business if you like has uh, has flagged a little bit so I'm just keen really for Phil or anybody there to come out and say right this is what we're about this is what we're striving for I know they've said top 30 club I know they've said we want to uh have uh you know play some you know an identity etc which is great those are things that we wanted to hear but I think what we perhaps need to hear is a bit more meat on the bones, if you like, as to how it's going to work. And then for people like me, pause, so, you know, everyone to buy into it. And I think once we hear that, which will probably come out once Corbyn's been announced, I think a lot of people will be happier with what's happened. I just think it needs to be a bit more clearer. We need to trust the process, Neil, is what we need to do, don't we? <laughs> so you, you won't I, miss that saying. <laughs> but, I think, yeah. I think have we done that before? I've had that saying before. Trust. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had to throw that in for one final time. Yeah, one final one time. Yeah. Pozzo, I think Pozzo, you're right. I think there's definitely off the field issues has been more of a fact in the sack than the others. But I just felt there was so little evidence for me to give Cali the reins for next season. I didn't feel he brought any player med, any player better. In my opinion, he'll say Emil Smith Rowe came in the back of him. Okay, that might be his doing. Probably was. Thanks for that. But, you know, we had two old in midfields against Luton. I honestly felt if the decision had been made after Luton, I honestly don't think there'd been any of the outrage that we've had. I think people, the West Brom game, yeah, it was a nice, as it's shown tonight, a nice little kind of surprise in amongst the misery of the season. I, I And the style of football bored me to death. And yeah, OK, bring in your own men. But did you really want to see that I, I can... Do you not think it's faded though, Cosy? Do you not think that initial shock and anger has now dissipated somewhat and people are now kind of thinking now a little bit mellowed a little bit? It's only taken a couple yeah. of days, but people are a little bit more... Brady, you, you had a post, not, not didn't so you? On board, but they're there. Oh Did yeah, they... I had a poll. Yeah, I was quite, I was quite surprised to be honest because um, I thought, I mean, initially, like you say about people calming down, um, I thought it was kind of, you know, definitely no, but... Um, yeah, so we had 350 people vote on it. And um, the question was, do you think getting rid of the Cowleys will be better for the long-term vision of the club? Um, 59% said yes, and uh, 41% said no. So it's still quite... Yeah, you see, I think if you'd have posted that on Sunday, Brady, it'd have been like 90% would have oh, I agree. been with the Cowleys. Phil, so that's, 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 that was my point, really. Has Phil that, opened his Twitter it, account it, again? I forget. Phil must have voted to put his account back <laughs> on and that. Been Matt, paying for bots. Don't, don't you think that's, that's football in general, though? Everyone, mm. Whatever happens, there's an initial outrage and everyone has a voice and they're straight on the phone yeah. and straight on Twitter. And, you know, I, this is my view and everybody needs to listen to it and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's when you take a step back and think about it logically for a couple of days, you think, you know what? I can I can kind of see a little bit in that. And yeah. I can see. That, that's where Twitter's quite familiar, isn't it? You know, you might not agree with it always, but no. you can actually, which is kind of where I am. You know, you might always not agree with something, but as long as you can see the reasoning behind it and what what yeah. Phil's thinking, you know, he's the chairman at club end of the day. He lives and dies by these decisions, and if it turns out to be a, a wrong one, then it's him that'll get it in neck, not not it's anybody him that'll else. Pay so, for it, isn't it? So I think, I think well, what needs to be remembered in, in, in amongst all this is as as it, it, he ain't come into fair, and I don't think he'd claim that he's got everything right either. But he, he ain't come into fair. It's his, it's his name above the door, if you like. So he'll want us to succeed as much as anybody else. And at the end of the day, he's made two very, very bold decisions on management front, A, by getting rid of Seaver when he did, 
because it probably would have been easy as a new chairman just to tick over and let it run a bit. When you when you look back, it should have yeah, come. Maybe, in. But hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? But yeah, of course. I think, it is. I think I think probably we all would have. I mean, you know, I don't think any of us particularly want to see him start season, but you can sort of see the reasoning behind. Um, I suppose then, you could argue he's learned from that in this situation. And then... Yeah, exactly that. And at the end of the day, if you're in, in whatever business you're in, if you're the chairman or the CEO of any business, and the relationship you don't think is going to be the right one moving forward with the people who are running the side of the business to you that really counts, you make a change, don't oh. you? So, I mean, no, nobody knows whether this is going to work or not. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. It could be. Well, I'll correct you there, Neil, because Pete Collins on uh, on the YouTube chat is adamant <laughs> that it is going to work, and he's, oh, he's referencing he's, he's referencing flamenco ball as the as the way forward. I thought. Matt, really but, but, but what I'm saying is that there's no guarantee, is there? But no, no. The only guarantee is that if you if you want to make the change, he's done it, hasn't he? And it, you know, yeah. he's, 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 he's ballsy. I give him that. It is ballsy. Whether Matt, it's right or wrong, I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm with Cosme. That the football, particularly since return after lockdown, has been oh. West Brom apart, nothing short of horrendous. Matt, what are people are saying out there? Is it a mixed opinion, or you know, most people agree um, with what happened? What I'd say on the, on, just while I'm scrolling, is on the football. I, I, I was one of the first critics of it, really. In, well, on the on the podcast, not in general, but in in sort of January, I was sort of saying he's got his own players and there's not much of an identity. But I always kind of thought as long as we survive and then we can build on it then it's okay and I always thought it would build on that afterwards but obviously we'll never never get to find out will we so um but so I think I think the glory to, uh, football is, is what we've you know we've discussed on here before it, for me it were always going to be just a means to an end he had to stay up and you know we, we cited the Reading game as an example where you know we were going for it and then all of a sudden results changed and suddenly at one point where you know a good result we didn't have to go for it and then I think we're it um Game of the night as well, very similar. We we sat back up with ten minutes to go because some of the results changed. It was almost like you were just let's just get two points here because two points are better than zero. And I think especially after lockdown and the return, it was just a case of we're going to stumble and drag this carcass of a club across the line, and they did it. And you know that's off to them for doing that because club were in it. Well, still is in a in a bit of a state, and you know they've done what they needed to do. So for their own development and on CVs, I suppose they can tick that box. Yeah, and, I mean, it works well. Yeah, I think it works well. Matt, what are people saying? Any? Yeah, let's dive in. So Pete Collins has said 33 to 1, get your money on lads for next season. And so, you know, let's have a, <laughs> have a look at that. Um, John <laughs> Smith. to stay up. <laughs> no, it won't be that long, will it? But um, but yeah, so uh, John Smith's referencing uh, a fallout with Hoyland Hodgkinson. Not really heard anything about that. Uh, Stephen Garside, Phil H's decision is incredibly brave. If it pays off, it's genius. If it tanks, he's finished. Um, Christian Kudarenko says, if we had become safer sooner, do you think he would have been sacked earlier? I think probably would have. You guys? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dag Barnett says, my big concern is that it is said that the club want more control over recruitment, but our chairman has stated that on paper we have a top six squad. Uh, we clearly do not. So he's questioning the judgment, which I think I covered about uh, five minutes ago. Uh, and Josh Phillips is... Josh Phillips says, Cowley was always too worried about how the opposition set up rather than having our own style. The Wigan and Luton games were painful and I would have expected more of those performances next season. So... Um, 
Are we going to administration anyway tomorrow? Is it or when's oh, that? You know, there's, there's lots of there's lots of mischief making in there. But if you if you <laughs> put it this way, if you're going to pay two million, paying paying how many people have we paid off? Iger, Hudson, Cowley Brothers, four or five people. Where where it's going to be like up to a couple of million quid. Is that the action of a club about to go into administration in a couple of days? You don't know. No, surely not. Yeah, Brady, you don't know. <laughs> don't. <laughs> never say never. God. Never. No, nah, we're not going into administration. Come on. You know what, though, guys? I, I, let's let it all come out. By each passing week, I had just got sick of them. I just felt it was all about them. I, I, I cringed at that Sky documentary that was on over the lockdown, the Cowley Brothers. It was... It, almost black, and all that clapping stuff. What was all that about? It just seemed so fake to me after the uh, kind of the brand the, Cowley. Yeah, I just it was very much about them. And to be fair, they've managed to walk away from this unscathed, haven't they? They've kept us up. It'll look good for them. Fair mm-hmm. play. And I, I genuinely hope they go and get another job and do well. But if that were the football that we we're going to be getting, I'm glad it ain't going to be for us. I'll be honest. Brady, would think, you give him a job in the championship again if you were a championship chairman or not? Yeah, I think you would. I think you would. Um, I'd be interested to see. I mean, he was li- he's been linked with Bristol. I think the issue is um, if he does take another championship club, the issue for us is we're going to have that comparison, aren't we? Yes, it's a different team, but it's going to be like if they do well, then it's like well, what we could have had. I do think I agree with Neil. It did, you know, they were the Cowleys were a bit about themselves, but. I think most managers are nowadays, and I, I agree. I don't. I don't want um, a manager to come in and you know make it good for themselves, and then they leave, get poached in two years, and we've not got anything to show for it. But I, I, I think if that happens, though, Brady, if, if if we get this guy in and he gets poached in two years' time, surely that means he's done well for us for two years. Yeah, no, that's the, I. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just sort of talking more with the, the Cowleys with that. I think. I, I, Kelly's been linked with Bristol. Wouldn't be surprised if Bristol went for him. I mean, I think anyone can do a better job with Lee, than Lee Johnson in that squad. Um, and then that's the that's Stephen the worry. Gerard's turned it down today. Who has? Stephen Gerrard's turned it down. There's a shock. Well, there you go. <laughs> See, um, I, I, that, that ain't a worry for me because they're going to go. They'll go somewhere and they'll, they'll do all right. But be I, it's manager. more about the product on the pitch and what it is on the eye and. If, if the relationships are right elsewhere, it's not just about three o'clock on a Saturday. Matt, well, though, for... deal. It's, it's horses for courses, isn't it? Because there's, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. The Cowleys going to Bristol City, they've got a billionaire backer there and, uh, you know, quite a large budget. You know, it's, it's completely different to the job he's on Huddersfield. So they're not really compa- I think every club is individually so different in this league. And it's what yeah. makes it great yeah, yeah. that you yeah, can't yeah. really sort of say that just because he's done well at Bristol City and have taken us up next year. It's, no, no. It's I, just I, so I, far I, out there. I know you're not saying that, Brady. I'm just trying no. to throw in that in as a as a thought, really. I I think the point I'd make, and I think, again, it, I feel like I'm in the minority here, but um, I, I think it's hard to judge them on this season and the style. I think if they were doing that next season, I'd agree with I agree, you. I agree with that, yeah. Um, it's all been about staying up, and like they've done, they've done the job. We had two points after nine games. Like no club has survived from that, and I do think they deserve credit for that. It's not been great to watch, but absolutely do, yeah. And I don't, I don't think anybody's denying that either. To be honest, they, no, they did. They did a good job. They did a very good job in the circumstances that were, they were given, and a load of shit houses as well behind the scenes. You know, in terms of players, mm. and yeah, I, I think they've done can, a really good job. Can and, I and, just? And I'm disappointed that they won't. We won't get to see it next year, but I'm also quite excited, Cosy, about the new guy. 
Yeah, sorry, just to kind of finish on the callus. Can I just kind of say something on that? I mean... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win... Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Braintree, he ran the show. It sounds like the brothers run the show. Lincoln, they run the show. Concord, they run the show. Phil nailed his colours to the master get guy. I mean, I think he turned us down once. So he, he was the man. But should there be more due diligence had gone in? Because it sounds like to me they control people that want to control the club. We're still town were a Premier League club last year. It's a big club. Surely you should do maybe some kind of just playing devil's advocate, maybe some kind of backgrounds into a, a person's you know what, character. How, how do you know? How do you know though? That's the thing. That is the, that is a fair point though. I was thinking yeah. that. No, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good question, like, but there's nothing it, nothing to fall back on. Is the pause with that? There's no sort of history of being at a club like I know we're not exactly a European powerhouse, but you know Braintree and, and Concord aren't on our level. If you like, not to be a yeah, I think like I a chesty or anything. I think, I, think, uh, I think they've probably they've obviously worked out leagues and like you've said there's uh, places like certainly Concord Rangers and, and Braintree they've probably had a lot more under their, uh, their remit than what they would do at Huddersfield Town and maybe they've, they've come to town and you know thought we can carry on as, as we have but at town there's people in positions to do certain jobs and if that's not under Cowley's remit, then, you know, surely they couldn't come. The interesting thing for me, though, is I, I do remember when they first joined is that there, there were quite this big thing about we don't want to be a head coach, we want to be a manager. Mm. Now, maybe the, the lines have got blurred as to what exactly that entails at a club like Huddersfield Town, being a manager or being an head coach. And, you know, I can I can see a situation in my head, you know, just a, a couple of rumours, for example, you know, the Danny Simpson thing that, well, he was that one because that's actually come out. And if 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 there's negotiations going on between the club and Danny Simpson and his agent or whatever, and you know, Danny Cowell is sitting there thinking, I need to keep Simpson, I need to keep him because this is only right back we've got. Do you know what? Here, Danny, whatever you want, mate, you can have it because we need you for the next couple of games or whatever it might be. He struck me as a guy who just wanted to get stuff done, did Cowley, and he's probably used to getting his own way at clubs. You know, like at Lincoln, oh, I need this guy, just pay him an extra 10 grand a week because I want him, I want him. And Lincoln might have turned around and said, do you know what, Danny, yeah, you can have him. Whereas at town, it probably doesn't work like that, and I don't. That's probably where the clash came for me, if there were a clash, as you know, we're sort of hinting at. Um, Phil seems that sort of person. Cowley seems that sort of person. And once, were, once the uh, working relationship breaks down, as, as Neil sort of said already, and one's a chairman and one's a manager, there's only one There's only one loser in that situation, and it's the manager. And it might be best for all concerned that, you know, 
that they've gone. The, the timing of it is a little bit weird. You know, you would have thought maybe they'd give them tonight and then do it right at the end of the season. But did Callis already have a plan to walk? Yeah. And still going first. You don't know, do you? Without, well, without the full yeah. fact. They would never walk. Managers don't walk. Say, we were at Charlton celebrating that last minute goal, Matty Daly. You Seems know, a while ago, doesn't yeah. Why, why did they, none of them youngins ever get a go? I, I, I don't like to beat him with the same stick, but it did frustrate me so much that he were playing the same guys that were letting him down week after week. Why didn't we see any of this youth get a chance? Yeah, I mean, if you think back to that night, I think Romani Edmonds Green had a really good night at right back playing out of position. Um, Matty Dana, as you mentioned, obviously kind of came off the bench, and I think. I remember correctly and scored the winner. Um, you know, against Leeds, the, Leeds, the game before they were promising, and then just to calm them for months, it's like. Yeah, it was strange. I mean, and, and he's persisted with with options that perhaps um, either haven't lived up to their potential, which had been an example, or at times have looked um, remarkably out of form, which had again, but we're also kind of obviously Danny Simpson at, um, at right back as well. Been out of form since he stepped through the door, hasn't he? He has, he has. I mean, in, in, in the case of Edmonds Green, obviously the decision was made to send him out on loan. And that's probably better for his longer term development and hopefully we'll see the benefit of that next season. And kind of given given what we've got at centre-half, we've kind of Elphick and Stearman, two 30-plus blokes who kind of uh, will work the quickest out of the blocks. I think we'll see quite a bit of him in a town shirt. I certainly hope so. But um, I, I like you, because I'd like to see a bit more of Matty Daly particularly. Um, I, I and kind of see, see what he could done. Kind of, he didn't let us down that night, and we feel like we've persisted at times with options that, that haven't worked, and we've just gone around in circles. Matt, do you think any of the guys that you know reeled them off before Adagi and I and Ben's idea, Carby, do you think they realistically have a chance? I know you'd probably say a clean slate tom- tomorrow when he's unveiled, Corbett and etc. But do you no. think? Yeah. Right, okay. cheers, Matt. You were going to say that anyway, weren't you, Matt? I was genuinely going to say just no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, there's uh, well, there's no crowds to abuse them now, so they might be good. The only one who's maybe an exception think, for me is, so. is Sobby. Um, obviously, he went out. Who? Sobby. <laughs> he got me there. I'll give you that. Um, it, it kind of, I don't know the circumstances behind his kind of loan for the second season. I know we got a bit of fee fit, which has helped recoup some of the money we spent on spent on him originally. Um, he's only played two or three games in a township and if he wants genuinely wants to come back then then I'd be prepared to give him another chance. Um, I can't see you know. But yeah, I think it's unlikely, Neil. I think it's unlikely, but I'd certainly be, be more happy to assist with him than I would be the other names that have been mentioned. They can kind of uh, be out the door as quickly as possible for me. So Matt, you were- I think Reese Brown might might get a shot preseason. Possibly, he might be a shout because um, he's a little technical footballer, isn't he? Who likes to pop a pass off and, and move into space. Maybe he might get a shout. Pritchard might look completely different under uh, you know the sort of Spanish guy. Oh, me, so, me and Cosy were talking possibly. about this earlier on, and if you, if you look through, if you look go back three years when Bielsa first went to Leeds, they were awful. And they had some players that their fans, good mates of mine, will tell you, they'd have quite happily had shipped out anywhere. That Matthias Click being the prime example, they hated him. They absolutely despised him. And I don't think he's missed a game, has he, under Bielsa? He has been phenomenal for them. So you can guarantee that in amongst all this dross that we have got, and there's a lot of it, you can guarantee there'll be at least one or two gems poke, poke their head through 
that are revitalised under a different way of playing, a different manager, etc. And it's nailed on. It's going to happen. Don't get me wrong. If it's him at Bokhorn, he'll leave that. <laughs> right. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't see. I don't see a footballer in Diakabi. I want to see that side. There's a lot. There's a lot of players who've been nowhere near it this season, and one of them will be a gem from somewhere, and we'll all be surprised. Nailed that's on. that's what Reese Brown is the one I'm thinking maybe, but he's Reese Brown's training. actually the one that I said to Cosy earlier on. Yeah, yeah. It's just because he seems the style, doesn't he? You know that sort yeah. of style of player that that would yeah. suit that kind of team. He, he, yeah. He's done. He's done quite well for Peterborough by all accounts. So yeah. I think they're quite keen to sign him sure. permanently. But we'll see. Don't, don't change me opinion them all up to this time. I think they'll be an absolutely garbage. No. Yeah. Carlos yeah. Corberan, though, here we go. I, I'm very excited. Cosy, for a lot of reasons, man. Yeah. Tell yeah. us, Cosy. Yeah. Tell us about the coaches he's 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 been under. Yeah, and tell us quite... about what they'll bring and what their style is. And well, he's worked under three that have won some. Some best leagues in the world, really. Ernesto Valverde at Villarreal. He's worked obviously under Bielsa, Manuel Pellegrini, obviously, you know, winning a league with Manchester City. Uh, he's only 37 years old, so he's young. I know a lot of people, what frustrates me with town fans? Why can't we think it could be another Wagner? I keep hearing it's going to be another Siva, or someone will say, well, you know, Mick Wadsworth touted by Bobby Robson. Why, why can't people be positive? I, I'm so excited about this. You're not telling me that he's not learned some amazing things off these guys. The only worry I have is kind of the recruitment, really, because he's only probably as good as the guys he could bring in. But so many contacts, you'd think maybe he could get some kind of decent leads cast off. So I know some of the fans might not want that. But to me, it, it does excite me. I think this is totally different to a Jan Siebert appointment. And yeah, I'm prepared for this to be replayed in January when he's been sacked and we're, you know, 10 <laughs> points adrift and what have you. But I just... It, That's football, isn't it? Yeah, but to me, this seems a coup. This seems a coup to me. Just remember, because Mick Wadsworth were recommended by Bobby Robson, so it doesn't always work like that. <laughs> oh, man, I don't. Just, yeah, but... No, I I, to be fair, yeah, to, it does excite me. I mean, to be fair, I've never heard of Bloke, to be fair, but you know, it, it just sounds like he might be all right, doesn't he? Spanish Carlos yeah. and... Um, well, don't, don't you think though, Si, that he's showing some right balls there. He could have gone in to learn the Premier League with Leeds United. It's a nice comfy right. Well, say comfy that it won't be under Bielsa because he just I'm sure he works his staff as he does his players, but so easy for him. Huddersfield, what a mess, blah blah blah. He might have even looked at result tonight and changed his mind, so you never know. <laughs> watch watch this watch the website. Don't, don't show him video for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if he is going to be unveiled tomorrow, you know, it's incredible, isn't it? It's like he wants to get down. I think for him, it's brave. For us, it's brave. It, it, I don't know, it just excites me. You just get a good feel sometimes. Yeah, I think he, he's shown some balls definitely by taking the job. It's, um, the easy decision for him would no doubt have been to stay at Leeds, where I think he's been muted a little bit as Bielsa's successor potentially in a year or two. Um, as I said at the top, I think it's a ballsy decision from Phil as well. He's kind of put his head above the parapet. He probably recognises it's be an unpopular decision with some, but but he's kind of made big decisions, which ultimately people in power are paid or have the money to do. I think kind of tried to come back on Brady, what Brady spoke about kind of a few minutes since, where they put the poll out early on tonight, and I think he said was it fifty nine and forty one Brady kind of in yeah. favour of change. Yeah. And, and I think the point I wanted to make was I think if you'd have put that poll out on um, a few days ago, Brady, when the announcement was first made, before kind of. Carlos Cobran was linked with a job. I think there's a lot been a lot more people, just a hunch, I think there's been a lot more people in favour of Danny Carlos staying. But the fact we were able to attract someone with arguably so much potential 
and attract someone who we assume will have a really kind of clear footballing philosophy, I think probably excites a lot of people. And I think that probably makes the decision, one, maybe a little bit easier to stomach and two, probably a little bit more um, palatable, for want of a better phrase. But, yeah, um, I agree, Sai. I think, um, I think the thing is that's so frustrating about that is obviously you hear it on Sunday. And it's just like you, you get this blanket statement. And I think that's the thing. It's the lack of information. I agree. I've, you know, I was chatting to my friends. We were watching the, the game tonight and um, we all have, have mellowed a fair bit. I thought the, the comments from that poll was, were interesting because, like I say, some people were saying, you know, it could be another Wagner. I think it's a bad decision. Um, so I wanted to kind of thank everyone who did answer that because uh, I saw someone in the YouTube comments say... Lady, what do you know about uh, Cobran? Can he speak English? A couple of my lead friends reckon they can, but I don't trust these sources, I have to say. I don't but... know, mate. Um, <laughs> I'm chatting to um, a couple of Leeds fans tomorrow and hopefully um, a reporter of Good luck. For, for Leeds. So, yeah, um, they'll be yeah, still half, half have caught a bit. Yeah, you'll have to start an early call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, watch this <laughs> No, it's set. Uh, Oh, it's going to be really interesting as well. I mean, Matt, what were your initial reaction when you were... Because, uh, I mean, to be fair, in, in our little group that we have, you kind of mentioned his name a couple of times before it kind of got on the radar. So was that just hope or was it... No, that bad? was just um, putting two and two together, throwing darts into a dartboard and one of them we're going to hit. So you know, it was, yeah. that was all it was. Um, Does it worry you, Matt, that we've still got the recruitment, there's still the same guy who has balls up the recruitment that is still going to be there. It just seems a bit weird to me. Yeah, we're clearing out the backroom staff, but yeah, we get this great guy in and his staff and what have you, but if he's still going to be sent duds, then what's he, how's he going to kind of... Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go two-footed in on on the recruitment department too badly because I, I think, to be honest, as town fans, we we, don't, we haven't had a, a behind-doors look, really, so I don't think anybody 100% understands what goes on behind, behind there. You know, it's not... Josh Myers playing football manager, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not that it's, I think it's a, you know, there's a lot of complex algorithms that go on. I know the Cowley's brought two programmers with them and they, they had a specialist uh, way of uh, um, calculating players, you know, to, to a Cowley method, which was really interesting, which was something I was, I was told about. Uh, I, I would imagine they would, they will go now because they were very much tailored towards the Cowley's, um, which sounds a shame because it sounded really interesting. Uh, but yeah, so recruitment wise, um, yeah, I think you've got to give them credit for Carl and Grant. You know, you can't just say, you know, oh, they've messed up this, 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 and without, you know, sort of acknowledging some of the good ones that they've gotten. And to be honest, you don't really know fully 100% who spotted who, who spotted it. You know, for example, Andy Hughes was instrumental in bringing uh, Casey Palmer in, for example, you know. And, you know, th these things come come about from all sorts of different angles and different people. And over three years, you build up a contact list, you build up a knowledge, you build, you know, you get better, you improve. And um, if if somebody like Lee Bromby, who's a smart, you know, like we said, he's a smart guy. He's not he's not an idiot by any stretch, you know. You know, he's um, if someone like him believes in that department, it's something he overlooks. Then he's not going to sit there and go, yeah, the rubbish. But you know, who cares? Because you know, it reflects badly on him. So uh, I I would give them a clean slate, you know, and hope hopefully things have improved. Improved. Um, you know, the signings in January were good. Um, I'll tell you what, does have improved, Matt. Your wife, <laughs> Neil, what did you make Matt, of the sorry, uh... I, sorry, I just just on that, Matt, I think you've been very generous there, and I take your point around <laughs> yeah, kind of as 
yeah, we don't understand the ins and outs. Must want a job. Goes on behind the scene. Oh, I could do it. We, we don't matter as fans. We don't need to understand, nor do we really need to care. Their their job in in anyone's job is to kind of recruit the right players for Huddersfield Town. And sadly for me, kind of more often than not recently, they've got it wrong. And Quite people like this accountable. Simon that's locked up. Yeah, yeah. that's not like Simon. That's my bedtime. I'm not with Simon Cowell. Neil, one of the uh, ones that did get right, Carl and Grant, and a big story came out on Sunday just after the uh, sackings, actually. £15 million. Pounds, they were, it were quite, I think it was Stuart Rayner, Yorkshire Post. I think the, the Norwich is supposed to be the club. Do you expect to see him in our team September the 12th? Oh. 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 To be honest, with up until last Sunday, absolutely no. And I'm probably still 70% no, but on the flip side of that now, with the new manager in, in place, you just don't, I don't think you can be sure about anybody now. I, I, to be honest, I just don't think you can be 100% sure about anybody. I were very surprised to see Carlin Grant starting tonight. Doubt middle and all, where people said he couldn't play and his, his goal so, wasn't bad at all. Uh, wasn't he played it? left, mate. He was left. Yeah, he played on left. He played on left. We just right. had a chat picture because. But yeah, uh, like I say, Sunday, I, I would have said 100% no. Um, and I, I, I still err on the side of a no, because if that kind of money comes in, especially sort of post-COVID, the the, the, the scenery of football is going to change somewhat money-wise, I think. So I think you do get that kind of money off, but it's very, very hard to turn it down. Um, and I think a lot of it depends on whether Carl and Grant wants to stay or not. So pro- probably not, but the proper Carl and Grant. And at the end of the day, he's played in a crap side this year, got 19 goals. Matt, what are know, the guys? Somebody who's got 19 goals should be in a top six side, shouldn't they? Cheers, Neil. What are the top guys saying squad, out? Neil, top six squad. What are they saying out there, Matt? Is it all positive? Or? Uh, yeah, Ted Chippington says, could the Spanish connection herald a return for Christian Lopez? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if you remember that one. So Ben HB says, summer 2018. Ben Amer. No, not Ben. Well, oh. it could be Ben Amer. Back in your box, Ben Amer. <laughs> no, not really out of that box. Uh, yeah, so um, Brett Lodge says, all you guys finished this season with a smile. We stayed up and we have an exciting season to look forward to next year. Stay safe, everyone. Uh, John Smith says, there are great changes happening at the club. Uh, we'll have just sacked our manager. About I hope you're still sponsoring Stance Stadium, John. We need your money. <laughs> I don't think it's his real name. All right. Uh, and yes, we've, we've had an American influx where we've been uh, recommended and uh, I've put one of them in timeout because it looked like a bell end. Oh. So I'll tell you what, guys. What? Sorry if you're a Huddersfield fan and I've put you in timeout. What so a night of drama. The championship, again, it didn't. It delivered. How have Barnsley stayed up? It's incredible. Incredible job. Did you see I that celebration? Nice and close, isn't it? I don't know if any of you guys watched it, but you nailed it. When they scored, the celebrations were epic. There were a guy, he looked like me, bald, with glasses, glasses got knocked off. There were guys jumping on each other. They, they were absolutely doomed, weren't there? And can you imagine having to go to Brentford to like stay up and to do it? And Brent, Brentford, that's two times now they could have, with a win, got up. And that's going to be hard to come back from now, in it? In the playoffs, but it's especially with Swansea because they will be buzzing without they, I mean, they, they, they've got into playoffs on a forest stone goal after 96 minutes. <laughs> I tell you what, I'll, Brentford I'll for share me. Something with you, Cosy. Sorry, which, which I saw on Twitter oh, earlier. Yeah, it's it's an adult show, mate. Keep your gear <laughs> on. Uh, angry size back. <laughs> angry size back. Loud, he's covered. Um, 
<laughs> Six games ago, the Championship bottom five, Huddersfield, Ooh. Middlesbrough, Stoke, Barnsley, Luton. None of them have been relegated. How, how strange is that? Wow. He's got his stats as well. That's good work. Man. Does anyone yeah. feel for Wigan out on here? They oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 It's a completely yeah. sick situation. But they've finished 13th, haven't they? Have they finished 13th this, this and gone down? It's all done now, yeah, but it might change. Sheffield Wednesday may get relegated. Wednesday yeah. as well. Wow. So, you know, the AFL are undecided. You know, if, if season starts again, what we're saying, being rumoured about papers and stuff mid-September, it's only six weeks, six, seven weeks off. So you're going to have teams back in pre-season <laughs> training in a few weeks. So literally two or three weeks will be back pre-season training. And there's going to be, is that still going to be hanging over? And that being funny, it's not like EFL didn't have time to sort this out, didn't they? They don't any football for four. Paul, so how much you have felt if you were a Brentford, Brentford fan in one of those three pubs, corner pubs tonight? And probably on Saturday as well when they lost at Stoke. It, you must be absolutely distraught. I mean, we've had our playoff issues and we have had our last... I mean, the only thing mm-hmm. we can really compare to would be that time at Cheltenham when we balls did up, etc. But it's going to take some coming back from that, isn't it? It is, yeah. Especially for a club like Brentford, you know, they've suddenly become the new leads, haven't they? The bottlers, the last two, uh, last two games. But... Certainly for a club like Brentford, it kind of, I know they've been up there for a couple of seasons now and stuff like that, but as Neil says, it's going to be really hard to come back from that because it's, it's that chance. It was a little bit like when Tang were up there. You know, For me, that was a chance. And if we didn't go up that season, the following season would, would be struggle. Um, but yeah, you'd be, you'd be wounded, wouldn't you? You know, If you'd probably said to a Brentford fan at the start of the season, you can, you'll finish it playoffs and be buzzing. But to fall into them like they have done when... You know, they've had a couple of games just to get over that line and they've, they've almost froze. I don't know if it's a mm. bit of a pressure thing for them, but... Yeah. I don't know why you are... Have... You know, I love that little ground. They won't be there after this season, which is sad that they're not, you know, fans won't be able to get to the last game there, but good luck to them. They, they do things we, we, right. We were saying that tonight. Well, yeah, I mean, imagine you're a Brentford fan oh. and you've not even been to the last match there. The last match is exactly. now going to be a playoff and you're not going to be able to go yeah. I don't, I don't know why you guys have me on because I said to Neil Forrest, I was rubbing my hand saying, they're my tips for the playoffs. And Brady, they're not even in it. That That is, that oh. must be. I mean, to be fair, I don't think there's much love for Nottingham Forest outside of Nottingham Forest, but they're very kind of arrogant out there, the Forest fans down there and what oh, have you. But mate, that- mate, I, um, after our pod, the Forest game, I went on um, a Forest pod to kind of talk about it. And they they were talking about how good they were in that uh, that free. <laughs> I was like, okay, we were not good. We made that so easy for you, like tonight. Um, yeah, they needed a five goal swing. They were fifth. Five goals. Yeah, that's a town job. That normally. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I fancy Swansea though because I think it's always the team that sneaks in. I mean, look at Villa last season. It's always the team that sneaks in that has a. It's got that momentum. Oh. It's not always the team that sneaks in, Brady. I'll tell you what, guys. If Cardiff and Swansea <laughs> make that playoff final, I don't care what the police say or what Boris Johnson says. There is gonna be God Wembley Stadium. That Wembley way be like World War Three when it on there. Oh, it'll be mad. Just, just quickly, because just before we go, just coming back to town, uh, I've just seen some comments from a post-match interview about Schindler tonight. Obviously, he would drop because he really he says he looks like he has because he, he didn't play because he had toothache. Now, uh, from a man who gets regularly, you know, kicked up in air and head butted and you know various other things, does that does that not seem a little bit of a? Mm. 
a poor injury to not warrant playing tonight? Is there something more in that quickly, do we think? Just I'd while say, it's just come out? Sorry, I know it's going right yeah, off topic. It's an interesting one, Pods, because Jamie Rayner, a, a friend of the pod, uh, he tweeted, and he probably put the jinx to him in that, he's probably the only ever present this year. Yeah, you know, for, And then, lo and behold, he's sat in the stand, and it's... Yeah, I don't know. I won't want to comment, really. I'm going to bottle it here and pass it to you, Neil. What do you think? I'm, I'm, well, A, I wasn't a bit surprised that Fraser Campbell won't play. No. Because, Jesus Christ, play one, miss one, play one, miss one, play one, miss one. Nightmare. <laughs> Have him gone. Um, apparently, Lossell wanted Joel Coleman to play because it'd be his last match for the time, which I think, if that's right, that's fair. Not, I've no issue with that at all. Um and yes, Schindler, the toothache thing is what is what I'd heard. So that's you, you've got to take it with. I can't imagine Schindler being the one to down tools with a game left. If I'm brutally honest, um, no, not that's thing. Not suggesting he's down tools. More of a I don't want to get injured type. Maybe I'm looking into too much of it. I don't. Know. It just I, seemed I, a bit. I, I, I just don't see yeah. that. To be honest. You're right to ask the question, Poz, but I think with just about any other player in the squad, I'd have gone, mm. Yeah. But with Schindler, the amount of injuries and kicks to the face and bandages and whatever else he gets and that is hard, I, just, I just can't see it. Ty, what do you say there, mate? I was going to say, I think kind of in, in the context of um, it's the last game of the season with nothing to play for, I'm rather comfortable. It was there in the stands... Presumably, if there was a little bit more to it, it wouldn't have travelled yeah, uh, and it wouldn't yeah. be in more well, etc. So, I, I kind of no real reason to disbelieve that. But, um, not a Van La Parra at Luton situation, then you know, where we sold him at half time or whatever. Yeah, that's just a good point there. Luton, unbelievable. How's that? So, that guy's nearly took Stoke down. Nathan Jones has gone to Luton. They will look like they might get out of it. Then they had a honking result against Reading at home. I think they lost another one and then. How have they done that? Tremendous, mate. Well, got it, a, because they rocked up at they rocked up at John Smithson against us. We were yeah. absolutely awful. <laughs> Can I give you one, one prediction what? before we finish? By the way, just on other teams, uh, Hull to get relegated again next year. That's why. Oh, I say. I I, I tell that bet. I fancy that. I agree with you. Put it on. Be a million, I don't think it'll be a million miles off. I'll be, I'll be honest. Yeah. Matt, any comments Not coming in? Bonus change. Uh, um, not really it's kind of tailing off a little bit uh, is this now um, although Pete Collins is, is all over it he says we should name a stand after Schindler uh, yeah, well, yeah, the, Pete, he? yeah he's, he's, he's smashing it it's Pete and he's, he was even flirting with this American girl that came on as well he's, he's moving <laughs> in his Pete you know what I mean he's, I'm going to make him the uh, moderator on here yeah. he's, uh, he's all over it he's sliding into DMs and everything don't you um, think though that, you know like tonight when the results are coming in and normally you're like oh I wouldn't want to go to Luton or Barnsley is a good away day and this and that. You know, because the fan element is out of it and, God, there's some worrying kind of news of COVID and winter and could get worse, etc. It just didn't feel as... It would have thrilling, thrilling finish, don't get me wrong, in the season, but because we're not there, it just... It's lost the edge, hasn't it? And I, oh, I don't think it'll ever come I'd back. Rather, I'd rather play it out boring than have to worry about that. If we played like that and we had to get something, can you imagine? Oh. Um, no, I'd, I'd take, you know... It's good. It'd be great to stay up on the last day, but I'd take not worrying about it on the last day for sure. Also, that was interesting last night when it PSG played five thousand fans in there, and it's ugh, 
are we going to get back Can in? You imagine, imagine trying to do that at town. It were hard enough when we got 3,000 tickets to Goodditch got to Tottenham and they had to invent a whole new ticketing system. But mate, after tonight, yeah. mate, there'll be no problem. <laughs> <laughs> we just do first come first, eh? the fight for the... Yeah, I said, mate, they'll have a job shifting 2,000 at minute. <laughs> Possibly, what would you... If, oh, sorry, pause. What, what, with season cards next season, it's just a weird one now because you're not going to get many people, I think, committing to a season that when you don't, if you're not going to get in ground, it's a tough one for the club, isn't it, this next season? Yeah, they might have to do something similar to what they did this year where you, you, know, you can buy your season card, but if we're not allowed in, then you, you know, you get access to, to high follow. I think that's probably a sensible way to do it to, to start off with. Um, I know there's been a few issues that I follow, but to me, I've used it. And apart from the first game, which seemed to be knackered for everybody, it's worked all right. Um, I'd, I'd be, you know, do they do a pro rata one? You know, they always do an half-season ticket. So does it start at price X and after every game it goes down until you can go back and maybe pay for I player on a game-by-game basis? I don't know. Someone saw someone down at clubs already thinking of that, or you'd hope that they are anyway. I know that Jarvis has gone, but whether... Can't remember, new I've, I've got to be honest. That, it all just I couldn't give a toss at the minute. I can't, I can't wait for it to finish. I can't wait to do this season <laughs> if you'll get that done and have a month not talking about oh. any of this because it has been. It's just been. I mean, Poza messaged me earlier on about just getting this season done and how bad it's been, and it has been absolutely horrendous. I mean, because of <laughs> me and you have watched. Oh, we, we've watched. I think have we watched eight of these nine lockdown games together. And it's apart from, yeah, the Birmingham game we won, but it was pretty awful. Then the, the West Brom game, the West Brom game clearly stand out, but the other seven have been. Oh, that Wigan game, Wigan game, I just. What can Here we go, I want it. Oh, God, we're reviewing season now, aren't we? We must, uh, we must stop doing this and that as well. But it's uh, it started almost 12 months ago. Yeah, that season it's it's, mm. it's been it's, the season review. Yeah. There's not much to say, is there? No. Really. Yeah. Be- better than season before, Paz. <laughs> I'm trying to say positive. The t- tonight, like you say, Neil, it summed it up perfectly because it looked like we were going to get a pasting, and then amazingly, we got and it was a good goal, but it just reverted to type, didn't it? It was almost like blue tack and that's the scene as a yeah. how, how dare we interrupt such a shite season let's make sure we finish yeah. it shite so they did brilliant oh dear what, what's we got straight after half time what is that about man that has really oh. pissed me off every every time 45 and 50 set piece header goal it's schoolboy stuff isn't it just about they, they just sums this season up though from start to finish it has been horrendous in every way Awful. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing positive to say apart from we haven't gone down and it's finished. And we that's, put Charlotte. We got Lee Boyer down. Didn't we? we yeah, but but he's but he's gone down eventually. <laughs> yeah, really. Three years man. later. Danger, man, isn't it? And that, I tell you what's weird out with them because it looked like they were getting out of it, didn't they? After lockdown, they had a right run early doors yeah. and unlucky. Yeah. yeah, it just shows it's never over until it's over, man. Matt, any final <laughs> thoughts from you, sir? Yeah, Dale Dale Marsden's back. He's playing the uh, playing the victim, uh, where he says uh, hopefully he'll have a good season next year, and he can't be accused of being negative for speaking the truth. One Dale Marsden. Let's get the violins out for Dale Marsden, the the <laughs> uh, player of the season, I think, manager of the month award for uh, for Dale Marsden. I, I want to know. Yeah, he kept us up. He kept us up against. <laughs> I mean, like, no, 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 you can't. We'll Dale Marsden outside the south end. That you know, fair play to him. It takes some balls to go down and do something like that. So, and we won, so you know, Dale in. 
Correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know who you guys think will win the playoffs. I think Brentford have got a soft un- underbelly. I think. Forest. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm, Cardiff. I'm going, I, I I'm going Cardiff. I'm going Cardiff. I think it'll be the winner. Will be either uh, the winner of the whole thing. Will be will come from the Cardiff and Fulham game, and I think it'll be Cardiff. I just think there's. I, uh, I hope it's one there. of the Welsh teams, just so it's one less in this league next year. I think Brentford are going to pick themselves up of the canvas and do it. But then I thought Forest, and I thought Town had finished thirteenth when after lockdown. So this guy knows absolutely jack shit. Let's be honest, though. <laughs> I, I don't think could Lee anybody really give a toss who wins them. I, no, I just think the, the worst the away day go. They're not even worth watching. Other the fact that there's empty ground, it's all about oh, the atmosphere and, cool. the, and the the needle and the pressure and that you get that from the crowd, not from players. So to me, nah, I'm not. I'm not even bothered. Sorry, <laughs> that's killed it, Brady. You must be bothered. You write about everything, man. <laughs> uh, well, no, I. I'll, I'll watch it. I mean, like I say, it's not it's not the same as being in it. How'd a good town will do it? Oh, sorry, wrong league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keen uh, Harrods playing it. Yeah, uh, I, I think Brentford should, but I think Swansea will. Mm. There you go. Yeah, Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah, I'm going Cardiff. That'd be interesting. Guys, my my uh, laptop's literally just about to die, so I'm gonna di- I'm gonna dive out and then I don't just disappear. Uh, so he's off to bed, lad. Yeah. <laughs> well, Coco's ready. Do you want some marshmallows, Daniel? Oh, I love a cocoa, mate. Love a licks. Chocolate all licks. Jesus <laughs> Get off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, thank you. I Bye. think that's... Yeah. Up the town. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think too. we're going to end it there, then, if Buzz is going to the famous yeah, party. Well, you're on my account. Oh, you're yeah. party. Yeah, I think <laughs> we're just... Buzz and up party. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're... I just say there, Cosy. I think next week the end uh, we'll probably do an end of season mm. special, otherwise known as uh, the Joel Coleman episode, oh. uh, whereby we uh, we throw one in at the end of the season. So um, yeah, we'll we'll probably send some stuff out. Keep an eye on our social media accounts uh, in the run up to that. Uh, we probably have some polls and little bits and bats. Uh, floating Cheer around. up, Lee uh, boy! <laughs> oh, what can it mean to us? Uh, oh, I'd love to have been in that dressing room. <laughs> at the end Lee he'll probably get Birmingham job now though that sort of thing so we'll be stuck with him next season won't we but yeah don't say that Challenger oh, yours man <laughs> no anyway but yeah because he's still here it pauses still here it's obviously cooling on the windowsill or something isn't it <laughs> Brady, where's your arrows, mate? The letters down today. Oh, yeah, well, going, you know, not a good game, so the arrows aren't yeah. here. I think I like this pod tonight's when Neil went for a walk and his <laughs> what is it Ralph Lurin? What's that emblem there? We're like right red up terrier close. to red horse, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it were unbelievable scenes. I've never seen it. It was quicker than Stearman. Oh yeah, see a pause. Yeah, and Neil's gone. I think this is falling apart a bit like our defence, so we'll have to end it here, guys. But we'll be back next week for a, a review of probably, I think, Sai's fallen asleep. Sai! Si, still here, mate. Still here. Last night, mate. Sai's I get a ground chewing in Kirsty on nine. Bad. You look like you were nine pints yeah. in, then. <clears throat> He's doing his best Richard Stearman impression, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we're out of here, guys. It's been a pleasure. Let's go. That'll do. Ciao. Adios. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, 
Nut Nugget share box spot on. Order delivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.